Okay, there we go. What are you waiting for? Do it! Triple M. Do you ever walk past a mansion and think what it'll be like to go and have a party there? And then you think, what kind of parties do people that are billionaires actually have? Well, this is the closest we're going to get to it vicariously through uh, a cleaning company. i got Tuggera on the phone from a cleaning company in the Netherlands that clean the mansions of millionaires. This is brilliant. What do you see on a daily basis? People uh, puking on the walls, uh, urinating on the walls. Those are basically the dirty things that we see, but then we also have like the strange people that we meet during, uh, during work, like people who are using uh, cocaine or other drugs while we're working. All the strange behavior that comes with using the drugs. Really rich people have like a special storage room filled with drugs. Sometimes uh, they call us and they haven't slept for like three or four days. Then they're like completely paranoia and they do like strange things, you know, like I think we were working for two or three hours there and for the whole two or three hours he was looking for the cap of his pen. He lost the cap of his pen. So these people get you to come and clean the house even though they're still partying? Sometimes, yeah. Mostly it's still like a small after party. Have you ever had anybody doing the sex while you've been cleaning? Yeah, two times, yes. Uh, one time was uh, was more discreet. That was in a, in, a, in a bathroom. Really, really extremely loud sex while we were working. And we were working in the hallway and they were having sex in the room. And it was like extremely loud. And after that, they just opened the door. They walked outside and were like, hey guys, what's up? Every week we think like, okay, now we've seen it all. And then next, the week after, we still see things that were like, how is this possible? Like last week, we thought that we had really, really seen it all. But then we arrived at a party where people were like dressed up as drag queens. They had like a bouncy castle inside of their home. They transformed one room completely into like a jungle room with like plants all over the ceiling and the walls, the steam machines. They had a dark room. They had a cage inside the house. Wow. I don't know what they were doing with the cage, but like the strangest things and and we found like a picture during the cleanup of the party and people were like walking around like semi-naked, like only in underwear. <laughs> and we're like, wow, what happened here? Like, <laughs> we didn't ask, but like, it's like, you think like, wow, what kind of party is this? Sometimes we come inside like really big mansions and then the guy, he has like a, a museum next to his house, really a museum. And one time we're cleaning inside his house, he's like all kinds of really expensive paintings there, like Picasso, Vincent van Gogh like millions and millions worth of, uh, of paintings and he, he threw like a massive party inside the museum. He's probably not scared that somebody damages uh, one of the paintings. He really didn't care, like crazy. Well, I just want to go to the Candyman's party now. <laughs> did you like how I said to him, did you see anybody doing the sex? You didn't know I could speak Dutch, did you? I know, I was pretty impressed yeah, by no, that. Good, yeah. A naked man was busted trying to have sex with the tow bar of a camper van. This happened in Cornwall in England. He tried to lower himself onto the metal tow bar of the vehicle in the well-lit street when Jackie Walker, a grandmother, looked outside from the upstairs window and she could see a man who was totally naked trying to sit on the tow bar of a camper van. It was disgusting, she said, so she called the cops and seeing as it was his first offence, he only got a warning. Because could you imagine being in a jail cell with that guy? Got a tow ball. But anyway, that brings us to this. Is there, in fact, a punchline? What's the punchline? 
All right, here we go. So, man busted having sex with the tow bar of a camper van. He was trying to get hitched. I know it's not great. What have you got? Maybe he thought it was a pickup truck. Pickup truck? That's good. I feel a bit bad now. I thought mine was okay, but now I'm feeling a bit... One triple three five three. Man has sex with a camper van. Maybe he thought a truck was out of the question. Oh, I don't know. Maybe you've got one better. One triple three five three. Man tries to make love to a camper van. Cops turn up, give him a formal warning. It happened in the UK. There are so many. I don't even know where to start. Let's go to the phone. What do you got? Good, Phil. How are you? Good, mate. What have you got? Um, I was going to say he was looking to have a ball. Yeah, have a ball. I think that's going to come up a couple of times, but I like that. Thank you, Chris. Jason, how are you? Good, thanks. How are you? What's the punchline? I think he was feeling a bit toey. Toey is pretty good. <laughs> Adam, what's the punchline? He thought it was going to be intense. Intense. I see what you did there. Neil, how are you? I think he might have been a golfer and he was trying to get a hole in one. A hole in one. Lee, what's the punchline? It'd have to be a one-night stand. A one-night stand. Man, there's no love in the camper van world anymore. Joel, what's the punchline? Oh, he couldn't because the car was already rear-ended. <laughs> Joe, what's the punchline? He's trying to arrange the junk in his trunk, brother. Trunk in the trunk. Joel, what's the punchline? Yeah, he couldn't because the car was already rear-ended. Rear-ended, <laughs> there it is. Jason Toey has gotten you the punchline of the night. I see. <laughs> there you go. It was a punchline all along. If you're a Triple M music jury, you've probably got your newsletter now. Your chance to vote in the 2015 Rockies. We'll be doing that New Year's Eve. What a great lineup this year. Dave Grohl, Slash, Billy Idol, Alice Cooper, and a whole bunch more. And your votes as well. One lucky person will win themselves the Marshall Amp Fridge. If you're not a music juror, go to triplem.com.au. Okay, let's get to the bottom of this. How do you find the Rubber Room Facebook page? Because I just thought it was easy. You just went on there. But apparently not www.facebook.com forward slash MMM Rubber Room. Why is it so hard? I don't know. Didn't you just go Google Rubber Room? Oh no, because you get all kinds of heinous stuff, don't you? Yeah, I think you just need to, yeah, in this case, just type in the address and it'll take you straight there. No dramas. MMM, right? MMM. Right, okay. Make sure you do that. Triple M.com.au the other day, we're running a story about how men on average don't change their underpants until every second day and as though there's some kind of surprise about that and I'm not surprised by that at all because I'm an everyday two-day person sometimes three days in fact I was thinking about this the one I'm the pair I'm wearing at the moment are into their third day and I'm thinking you know now that I've got like stains on there that look like the map of Indonesia probably a chance to change them tomorrow so I thought I'd go around the office anyway do a bit of a uh, a bit of a survey what are you gonna do with all the love you're hiding in your underpants maybe we can take them how often do you change your underpants? Uh, every day, yeah. Is that true? Yeah, 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 it's true. Every day. About every five days. Really? Is that true? around, inside out. <laughs> what do you think about that? Scenario I haven't heard yet. Uh, twice a day. That's not true, is it? Yeah, it is, yeah. I, I, uh, I'm extremely hygienic from there down. Every third day. Yeah, that's good. Don't feel bad about that. Don't put this to air. Daily. Be honest. Daily. How often do you change your underpants? Every two days. Yeah, thank you. Twice daily. No, it's not true, though, is it? <laughs> no. It's not every day, is it? No, no, it'd be every three days. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for being honest. But then the freezer trick. Uh, once every two days. Two days. I think that's, that's reasonable. Nothing wrong with that. Once every time I shower. <laughs> 
So, uh, Mr. Inappropriate, welcome back, and it is good to have you back, but please stop picking a fight with Pedro, the Mexican cleaner. Please introduce our next guest. There was an old woman who swallowed a spider that wriggled and jiggled and tickled inside of her. Well, that's nothing to do with these guys. Here's Spider Bait on the Rubber Room. Now, I'm going to need a little help on this one, ladies and gentlemen. I want to see you clap those hands. Come on. Hello. Oh, you handsome devil. Hello, Phil. Mate, I'm so excited. 25th anniversary tour. Thanks, Phil. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, you're building up to the excitement. I know it's going to take you a while, but for me, I'm spontaneously combusting on this. No, I'm always excited. You know, that's my permanent state of being. Of course. So, you know, this is just an extension of my whole life. A quarter of a century of rock and roll. Exactly. I want you to do Happy Anniversary by the Little River Band when you're out there, too. Happy Anniversary, baby! So you've got the big tour coming up, um, and that's going to take you throughout Australia. What a great way to start 2016. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. We're really stoked. We've been planning it for a few years. We did a tour maybe a year and a half ago, and it was our first tour for about 10 years, because we've only just played festivals for such a long time. Yeah. And we had such a good time, and so we decided, well, when we turn 25, we'll do another tour. So it's really exciting. It's going to be cool. Have you got an idea of whether you'll play, let's say, an album from beginning to end, or any kind of format like that? I haven't decided. We're going to get together and work it out pretty soon, but we may do something like that again in the future. I'm not sure, but this could be a combination of greatest hits and, and really old stuff, like stripping back, but also, I guess, the history of the band, in a sense, in one show, which is kind of what we always do anyway, but keeping that in mind throughout the eras. You're about to go off and do this anniversary tour. Have you got a name for the tour yet? I'm not sure. I think it's just the 25th anniversary tour. Oh, because you know I'm, I'm an sure. ideas man. You are the, yeah. the ultimate ideas yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greatest Hits and Memories Tour. Oh, that sounds nice. great. Nice, isn't it? Do you like that? <laughs> We're going to only play Twin Towns and RSL Pop. It's going to be unreal. The concept behind this is, I guess, a bit more punk rock. It's sort of going back, though. That's why we're doing some of the venues we are. Oh, great. I want it to be pretty raw and raucous, no bells and whistles, and just the, the raw energy of the three of us. One of the things that we are is we're kind of the same that we were when we were 16. We've become better players, and we got big, and we played to bigger crowds and have bigger PA systems, but the essence of the band is kind of identical, and that's kind of what I'm feeling about this anniversary is how that very essence of the weirdness of the cast of Spider-Bait never really changed. I'd like to see you in a Jay Massis-style presentation on stage, you know, you in front of about three or four huge stacks just playing away. I love it. Hair flailing <laughs> everywhere. What do you think? Well, it's funny because that's, that's one of the first covers we ever learned was um, Yeah, We Know by, oh, yeah. by Dinosaur Jr. So we might even pull that out. It might be kind of cool to do some old stuff that inspired us as well. I guess we're feeling a bit proud of ourselves that we've made it this far because I know a lot of bands struggle to make it for five years, even a year these days. Yeah. You know, they come out, have one hit, and their record company drops them. And this is about celebrating the relationship we have with each other, the relationship we have with the music and the, the music scene and our fans you know, and all the people that have supported us. This is a crazy... You would know this better than anyone, so as long as you've been around, brother. Yeah. <laughs> you have to take everything kind of not too seriously, but be serious about your art. Of course. And that's what it's all about. And grateful for the luck, too. Whenever we had something really cool, like the band initially, I thought we would do all right, but because we, there was no one like us, the only thing you can do is what you can control, and 
you try and make yourselves different to what everyone else is doing. It makes you feel kind of good. But you're right, the business is so fickle. That's what's the hardest thing, and that's where the luck comes in because one week people love you, the next week they hate you, the next week they love you again. So mm. treat both imposters as the same. Well, it's been 25 years of love, and if you were an island, we all want to be marooned there. So um, <laughs> can I invite you to come in and play live in the rubber room if you get the chance yeah, in the next couple of weeks? Love to. Brilliant. Okay, I'm looking forward to that. Thank you so much, man. Lots of love to you, man. Look out for Spider-Bait on their tour next year. Faith No More will be one of the uh, people we've got on stage for the 2015 Rockies presenting a category. So make sure you vote. If you're not a Triple M music jury, go to triplem.com.au and sign up for that. And New Year's Eve will be doing that as well. Hello, Dougie. Hello, Dougie. Hello, Cash. Hey, Cash. Hello, Ray. Hello, Ray. Scott. Is there a Scott? Yeah, this is Scott. And yeah. Dave as well. Hi, Dave. Hey, Dave from Panania. Just saying hello, it's like a regular roll call for people that ring up every night. John. And John. Appreciate that. That's about it. That's our five listeners. <laughs> Man, I was so busy today, I didn't get a chance to do anything. Fortunately, I managed to get a call into the bank. Good afternoon. Yeah, so I'm just trying to make sure that I made a payment on my credit card. I just want to make sure that the payment went through today. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, what's the name there? The name's um, Phil O'Neill. Right. And I can, I can spell that for you if you want. That'd be great, yeah. Sure, go for sure, it. Sure, yeah. It's a P for uh, penis. Right. H for hymen. I for impotence. And L for labia. Okay, yeah. Uh, and the surname is O for organ. Apostrophe N for nuts. Okay. I for uh, itchy. Yeah, right. E for erection. Uh-huh. And L for loins. Okay. Do you want me to spell yeah, that for you again? or? No, I'm good. Yeah, no, I'm good. Was the payment for like $150? $150, that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's gone in, mate. Oh, good, yeah. okay, it's gone in. You, you don't need me to spell my name for you again, already? Yeah, no, we're good. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Gazza with the goss. So let me get this right. Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden saw a female cover band called the Iron Maidens, yeah? He said it was very weird when he saw them. They're fronted by Kristen Rosenberg. She goes by the name of... Bruce Chickenson. <laughs> See what you did there. That's genius. Now, they formed in 2001 in LA, and, uh, you know, when Bruce saw them, fair enough, he looked at the lead singer, Bruce Chickenson, and thought, hmm, would I do her? Probably. Oh, in fact, I think his exact words were, would I do myself? <laughs> Let's have a listen to some Iron Maidens. And do you know who else is in that band? Nita Strauss, who was oh, formerly uh, Alice right. Cooper's guitarist. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also somebody called Courtney Cox. That wouldn't be the one from Friends, would it? No. No. That's definitely not the one from no. Friends, no. Do you know what, though? There's some genius tribute band names. There's a female ACDC band called ACDC, which I think is genius. One of my favourites, though, is the lesbian Led Zeppelin band called Les Zeppelin. <laughs> hey, do you know any? One triple three five three genius tribute bands that have got a really great name. Yeah. So many rumours about uh, Guns N' Roses reforming. There's got to be something in it. You could be mine. It's the rubber room at Triple M. I was talking before with Gaza about Iron Maidens, who we thought were quite good. 
doing the Iron Maiden stuff, Bruce Dickinson liked the lead singer Bruce Dickinson. So there's a whole bunch of really good tribute bands with great names. Uh, Michelle's on the phone, the president of the Rubber Room Fan Club. You got one for me? Yes, I do. They're a fantastic girl group called Vag Halen. <laughs> and and they are actually really good. I've put a link up on the uh, Rubber Room fan page. Oh, brilliant. And performing the Ace of Spades, and they are fantastic. Hey, John, how are you, man? Yeah, good, Phil, you? What do you got? I've got Fred Zeppelin. It's an oldie but a goodie. Yeah, uh, Fred Zeppelin. I've heard of them. had an Elvis impersonator for a singer, and they uh, <laughs> covered Fred Zeppelin song. Hang on a second. <laughs> an Elvis Presley impersonator. As a yep. singer. They did a, a reggae version of Led Zeppelin's song. Oh, I think I've heard this. Let me go and dig that up. That's well worth it. Do you know that there's a Star Wars parody band who do Aerosmith, but they call themselves Aerosith? <laughs> it's a beautiful world we live in, brother. Aaron, how are you? What do you got? Uh, Creedence Clearwater Recycle. <laughs> An eco-friendly band. Yep. How about this one? I found another one. An Oasis tribute band called Oasis-ish. Cool. Hey, Dougie, what have you got? Yeah, uh, another all-female ACDC cover band. They're called Sundherstruck. Sundherstruck. Again, it's genius, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. Great name. i tell you what, I've got to go and quickly find some uh, Fred Zeppelin because I feel like that's something we all need to hear on the rubber room. <laughs> Talking about crazy tribute bands before with great names like the Faux Fighters and Fake No More, Mint Talaga. Rolling Stones cover band called The Rolling Clones. A Steely Dan tribute band called Nearly Dan. ACDC, it's just genius. But definitely the best one have to be Dread Zeppelin. And I got on YouTube during that last couple of songs and I found some Dread Zeppelin. And the story is basically, <laughs> it's a reggae Led Zeppelin band and the lead singer is Elvis Presley. Dread Zeppelin! Play something for me, boys. <laughs> Genius. I gotta get you the video, you gotta put it on the Rubber Room Facebook page. It's just fantastic. Sammy X, did you manage to get Dread Zeppelin on the Rubber Room Facebook page? Yeah, I've shared it. It looks great. It's genius, isn't it? I'd like to have that for our next year's staff party. I think that would be fantastic. Let's get them in as a rubber band. Fantastic again, although I think they're in America. But anyway, how do people find the Rubber Room Facebook page? Because I've had questions. Facebook.com forward slash MMM. Rubber Room. Make sure as well you go to triplem.com.au if you want to download the podcast and also if you want to become a Triple M music juror because the 2015 Rockies are coming up as voted by you. Great night coming up this year. Sarah McLeod once again will be the envelope opener and again I hope she's not drunk like she was last year. More highlights from last year for you. show built by hand by the Triple M Music Jurors. Hi, it's Fergus. And now from the band Kingswood. Kingswood. The 2014 Rockies. We're here to introduce one of our favourite categories of 2014's Triple M Music Jurors Rockies. The category, the best hard rock stroke metal. Lots of dudes with long hair. Dirty leather jackets as well. Iron Maiden t-shirts. They're all holding their breath right now to see if their vote has been counted. Here are the nominees. 
best hard rock, metal, Metallica. Oh, my breath is high for death. Oh, please, God, wake me. Parkway Drive. Now it's your second shot. ACDC. You bear. Stone Sour. Best Hard Rock Metal. And the winner of the Best Rock and or Metal Award goes to... Yeah, thank you, Kingswood. Oh, liking a bit of Parkway Drive there. Sarah McLeod with the envelope, Best Hard Rock Stroke Metal. Oh, you know, I just don't think that we should say stroke. <laughs> You've had 16 beers, what do you know? <laughs> best Stroke Band. <laughs> and who is it? I'm stroking to the east. Yes, the envelope, please. Uh, lo and behold, who would have thought... And probably, uh, not a bad choice, Metallica. Metallica! Because I wouldn't call ACDC metal. Yeah. Phones are open if you'd like to disagree with Sarah right now. I think Metallica are the perfect winners because they suit the genre. Right. They're as rock and roll as you come. There's nothing, not once do they go... Shredding. They don't do any of those 16th notes. You know, Metallica do that and that's metal. So would you say this is a good genre winner for the best hard rock stroke metal winner, Metallica, in the 2014 Triple M Rockies? I do think it's a good choice. You know what, I just want to give Sarah McLeod her own radio show if I could just listen to her all day while she's drunk so the 2015 Rockies are coming up and the best metal and high, uh, stroke well metal and heavy rock that's going to be a great category this year because she got you you know Bring Me the Horizons Bullet for My Valentine Locally Born Lion what a great band they are Parkway Drive Amity Affliction as well make sure if you haven't voted go to triplem.com.au become a music juror and vote in the 2015 Rockies and somebody will have a chance to win themselves a Marshall Amp fridge as well. Charged with despicable crimes. You stole from my kids. Have a look at yourselves. They're not like you. They're criminals. You thieving bastards. Ah, yes. Theft. Plagiarism. The stealing of another man's ink. So Butterfly Crazy Town, I like this. You couldn't get more obvious than Butterfly's Crazy Town. November 2000 song. You're my baby. You're my butterfly, maybe. Maybe stolen as well if you listen carefully. Come, my lady, come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly, sugar, baby. Red Hot Chili Peppers 1989, Pretty Little Diddy. Which, as you can hear, is the same song without the butterfly baby bit in it. Thievery, I tell you. Joe, a bit of a song comparison. What have you got? James plays Hold Back the River. Hold Back the River. When it starts to play on the radio, I think I'm going to hear the better song, which is Midnight Oil's Wedding Cake Island. Wow, okay, I'm going to do that comparison right now, Joe. You could be onto something there. So, James Bay, hold back that river because you don't want the river to be lonely. Those poor waves just lapping up on that empty beach. And then, as you said, a much better song, Midnight Oil's Wedding Cake Island. That's it. James Bay. Midnight Oil. Wow. Right. I wonder what it'll sound like, and it's going to be a bit technical, and probably I should have rehearsed this, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to play the two over the top of each other and see how similar they are this way. Here we go. 
Yeah, why then read about it? I tell you, it's the same damn song. You may find this a bit disturbing. He held me. Go! Oh. Triple M, the rubber room. <laughs>